0: Hey guys, so before we begin today's podcast, we wanted to announce the winner of our $50 Amazon giveaway that we did over on our Instagram. So congratulations to at Isabella's reading. So Isabella's reading, if you will send us a DM with your email address, we will get you hooked up. Uh, thank you so much for all of your support, and we can't wait to do more giveaways in the future. Hello welcome back. Welcome. I
1: don't know why I said it like that. I was trying to do something different and I went for a deep husky. That's okay. Setting the vibe. Setting the vibe. Well, actually, yeah. Haley set the vibe. I've set the vibe. She's in her bathrobe in her bed right now. I'm very comfortable. The professionalism is at an all time max right now. But it looks even better because she's got her gaming headset on like I do. Yep. So this is this is just like a whole new level. It is. So my deep voice, your bathrobe, we've really set the tone for this whole <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Haley,
0: yeah. what's your hot take? Okay. I think that we should normalize being friends with our parents and our parents' friends. So for me... I would much rather go out to lunch with like one of my mom's friends than someone maybe like 10 years older than me. So thinking of like the people that I go to church with, love Mm -hmm. all of them, Mm -hmm. but I'd much rather go with like my best friend's mom, just the two of us. But like, I would much rather just go to lunch with her mom than go to lunch with someone that I'm not very close to that may be somewhere around my age.
1: Okay. But what if they're like around your age and you are close to them? Does that? Well, yeah, no. Okay. If they're genuinely my friend, yes.
0: But uh-huh. I would rather just maintain a friendship with my parents' mm-hmm. friends than like form a friendship with someone who is like 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like. Mm, it's, You're it's giving weird. me a lot to think about. Here. Yeah, I feel like we can relate on a certain level because a lot of my friends in the area they no longer live here, but their parents mm-hmm. still do. So I see them at mm-hmm. church, and like I have a really good relationship with their parents. And a lot of the parents either are empty nesters or they have like one more child that's still at home. And so I feel like they've kind of entered into this new phase of life where they're very relaxed and they realize that they don't need to take things as seriously as they had to when they were fully parenting children at home.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's really nice to just sit next to them and talk and yeah
0: I don't know yeah
1: well I just I think this really like plays into was it last episode or the episode before where we talked about dating age gaps? Oh yeah. You remember? yeah. A couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I think that this plays a lot into that <laughs> oh. because it's like, if you're thinking of different age gaps between people, I could see people saying like, it's really weird if a 20 year old and a 10 year old are friends, right? But then a 20 year old and a 30 year old, it's fine. Or a 30 year old and a 40 year old, it's fine. So at what point... Is it not fine when it comes to friendships? What's too old and too young? Because then I also see younger kids becoming friends with like old ladies. They're, yeah. they're like good friends. They'll like sit and do like crafts <laughs> and stuff together, right? Mm-hmm. And I have been friends with older ladies. And one of my best friends, her mom, I am good friends with. Like I literally bought her a Christmas present. I love yeah. her. Oh, And so it's just like, but then I can see other people coming back and being like, uh, oh, it's weird. It's creepy. Like, why would you be friends with people at a different age? And I think, here's my personal opinion. Here it is. My hot take on your yeah? hot take. Age gaps aren't nearly as relevant when it comes to friendships. Oh, I like that. Although, they're obviously stay safe. Like, if somebody is hurting your boundaries or if they're kind of creepy. So, the only thing I could think of as like maybe not so great is like an older man and a younger woman (laughs) I think that would be kind of a weird friendship yeah that could get sketchy that could get a little sketchy. but otherwise you know specifically for same gender really like friendships I think there's a difference there so you know me and my best friend's 50 year old mom (laughs) or like me and the 80 year old lady who used to live across the street from me she was great I met her on my mission. She was fantastic. We would go Mm -hmm. over and she would cook us things and we would talk about the old days Um, or me. And I don't know. I I don't like the idea too much of like me being friends with somebody like way younger than me I wouldn't count that as a friendship I would more consider that as like I'm close to them yeah or like I consider them like a little sibling or something like that I think Mm -hmm. there's there's ways you can word that but once you're in that like 20 to 80 year old gap and it's the same gender I don't know that it's as like big of a deal so I think I could agree with you on that I feel like I just took 10 different roads to get to that, (laughs) but I hope, I hope you were following along. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. It just came to me the other day and I was like, I need to put that in my phone because I just, I just have to put that thought out there. Yeah. got my brain
1: reeling. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. What Uh about you? What's your hot take? Well, yours was about friends and mine is about my friends, which are cats. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for you. And I think this is my hot take that they are criminally underrated. I really cannot. uh, I just I think it makes me upset when people don't give cats a chance um, because they had like one bad experience with them, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, I've had multiple bad experiences with dogs, but you don't see me like crapping all over them. Like I'll still go pet a dog if he's nice to me. Like I understand that every animal has a different personality. I know cats that are just jerks and they'll like bite you and they just walk off and you're just like, and then I know ones that are so lovable and kind and nicer than like half the dogs I know. Hmm. And they, and they treat you so nice. I don't think, I don't like the phrase, like they treat you like a dog would. I don't think that's like exclusive to dogs because some dogs can be really standoffish or mean or anxiety ridden or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more either that animal in general is like really loving or they're really standoffish. And the nice part about cats too, is they're pretty independent. So if you need to go like on a vacation or you've got to go out somewhere or whatever, like they can just be home and you don't have to worry about them. My mom had my uncle's dog off and on for these last couple months. And like, I love him. He's great. He's such a sweet dog. And we also have her cat and we're not having to come home every four hours to make sure the cat goes outside to go potty. Oh, true. True. It's not, it's not this big hassle, but we, we had this like genuine, like panic. Cause we're like, oh no, is Wicket going to pee on the floor or whatever, you know, cause we didn't let him out yeah. and he did. Okay. He, he didn't, but it's just, it's just a hassle <laughs> and like having to walk your dog every day and stuff. Like some people, if they're really active, I could see that, but like, I try to be active, but I'm also depressed. so. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I don't want to go outside and walk the dog. <laughs>
0: like the most like relatable thing. <laughs> I want to be active, want- but I'm
1: depressed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes I just want to lay in my bed and cuddle my cat. So I think a lot of people don't give them enough of a chance. And it really, really breaks my heart when I see people like abuse cats. Mm. Like, huh, run them over for fun or um i know there were several people in my old neighborhood who would like shoot them with with bb guns and stuff and and it made me sick oh. it like actually made me want to cry um watching them or like even just the little pellet guns uh-huh. they would like sit and like shoot pellets at them. one of my cats he had like a hole in his ear because of it oh my gosh and it was just they did it for fun because they thought it was funny because they don't like cats and i'm like i even if I didn't like dogs, which I, do, that's not the case. I do. I like dogs, <laughs> mm-hmm. but even if I didn't, I wouldn't go around and shoot them with pellets. as target no. practice. You know, no. like that's awful. And so many people, if I said, Oh, you wouldn't do that to dogs. They're like, Oh no, of course I wouldn't. Like, that's so awful. Like, why would you harm a dog? Like, they're so nice. They're so gentle. Like, why would you ever do that? And I'm sitting there like, why would you do that to a cat then? it's still a human, a human. It's not a human. (laughs) In my mind, it's a human. Um, it's still a creature. It still has a spirit. It's still alive. Why would you treat it like that? No. For wow. kicks and giggles and be mean to it or be mean about it. And a lot of times, the cats that are mean to people is typically because they broke their boundaries
0: mm. and
1: like either tried to hold them too long when they didn't want to be held or, you know, like just bugged them or whatever. So, yeah, of course, they're going to like bite you or like run off. They're, yeah, if you're, if you're getting into their bubble, like, <laughs> leave them alone, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think, I just think they're so misunderstood. And if you can get a cat's trust, it is like the best thing in the world to have them sit and like purr and just love you and show you that they trust you, especially with how cruel so many people are to them. And to Mm -hmm. know that like you were somebody who could gain their trust, I think it's just, it's a really incredible thing. And, and I just wish more people appreciated them.
0: Oh, look at you standing up for the cat. Yeah, <laughs> See, no, I am. See, I'm allergic to cats, and I Rip. definitely went through a phase at first. I was like, oh, well, I just don't like cats because I'm allergic to them. But I can appreciate them from a distance. I think they're cute. I get mm-hmm. – I'm able to see that a lot of them can be very cuddly. I like to see their personalities. I think it's fun. My sister-in-law has a few cats. uh, So when I go over to her house, it's it's really fun to be able to see those different personalities come out in them. So,
1: yeah, I would say that. (laughs) They're so funny. Yeah. (laughs) I would not want you to die for being too close (laughs) to one. Like, I get it. Yeah. But the, but the fact that you can just appreciate them from a distance and you're not just going to like straight up go use them as target practice. Like, no, no, that's just gross. It is so gross, but people do it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I people are kind of terrible sometimes. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, true.
0: rainy. Are you yes. thriving? Or are you not thriving this week?
1: Thriving. <gasps> I can give you thriving full on, wow. full stop. I'm doing great. Okay. Um, I've had some really bad acne. It's been clearing up. My hair has been looking great for the past few days. Ugh. Knock on wood. I don't know what's going on. Just completely natural. I've hardly had to do anything. And it's just been like so beautiful. So I'm like, thank you. <laughs> um, I finished my homework. I started wrapping some presents last night. I got an internship. I'm looking for another one right now. But like the fact that I have one out of the way. Yay. It's really nice. Yeah. And so I'm just... Like I was actually able to stay up late last night and I was Ooh. like, what, what is this? Like I can, I, and I didn't have to worry about homework. I just sat out and hung out with Ugh. my roommates. And it's so funny because this should tell you how often I'm actually out there mm-hmm. and th- the, the other night, I think it was two days ago, one of my roommate's friends was out there. Sorry, out there to our listeners. I mean, in the living room, I should clarify. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was out in the living room and he's like, so Rainy, are you actually going to hang out with us? Are you going to go sit in your cave?
0: <laughs> You're like, other people notice.
1: I was like, oh no, I've been caught. <laughs> and so... Uh, And it's not anything against them. I'm actually a huge extrovert, which is so funny. I wish we had a segue right into one of our questions. That would have been great, but (sighs) we don't. But you guys will see what I mean in a minute. Well, in several minutes, several, like half an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But. But you know, I'm a huge extrovert. So me being away um in my room and being all locked up is just not very like me. Yeah. <laughs> but that just shows how busy I've been and how much I've been like trying to get my homework done and and just play the catch-up game. Um, I ended up getting my gallbladder removed over the semester and that also kept me like away from people. Cause I was in my room for straight up two weeks, you know? So it's just, it's been pretty good this week. Oh, I'm, I'm grateful.
0: So yeah. how
1: have you been?
0: Um, not so thriving. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, man, I think the past 2 weeks we've both been thriving i want to say uh-huh. and then uh i'm sick so i have oh. an ear infection and a sinus infection <sighs>
1: It's terrible. So I
0: spent like three hours in urgent care on Saturday just waiting to be seen. Well, I spent about two hours waiting to be seen. Then they put me in there. I had to wait like 20 minutes for someone to come in. She asked me all the questions and nurse did. Then I waited another like 45 minutes for them to actually come in and check me out. Then they left for another like 20 or 30 minutes, finally came back in, gave me my checkout papers and prescription and everything. So that's how I spent my Saturday. That's terrible. I'm so sorry. But good thing is I was able to get my uh, prescription picked up immediately, got my meds working, And I was able to go to my friend's uh, baby blessing on Sunday. So I woke up really early, and she is the first, like, true friend that has had a baby. And so when she texted, like, well, I think, like, none of my really close friends have had
1: kids, Mm -hmm.
0: but I can, I'm, no one that I'm really close to, like, she was one of my bridesmaids. Yeah. And so she texted me.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Okay, no, it, w- it was cool. So she texted me earlier last week and said, Hey, she's getting blessed on Sunday, we'd love to have you guys there. And she is just the most precious baby ever. She didn't cry at all, she Sweet. was just looking around, looking at everyone, smiling. And so, Sounds wonderful. put my mask on and sat in the back for the blessing, and then kind of said, Hey to everyone, and snuck out afterwards. Yeah, use- I'm glad you don't have COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice because I knew going into it that it was a sinus infection because,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I'm used to having sinus infections, but I have like the sinuses in my like cheeks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Are swollen, and I've never had those sinuses swollen. And so when those are swollen, then your entire upper jaw hurts. So Friday night, I thought I had like cavities or something because I didn't realize that it was my sinuses yet until Mm -hmm. I looked into it. And I'm like, okay, well I'm used to like every other part of my face hurting Mm -hmm. and not my teeth. And that's Mm -hmm. when I was like, oh okay, this isn't a normal cold. But I've never experienced my sinuses
1: being swollen right here. Yeah. I I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would take care of you if I could. I
0: know. So I've already used my second or third, maybe second sick day so far this school year, but honestly,
1: mm-hmm. I you deserve it. Today.
0: I laid on the couch. I slept. Good took a shower that's why I'm in my bathroom I took a shower <laughs> like I two it. hours ago <laughs> I blow dried my hair so it's ready for tomorrow yes. and I was like you know what I'm so comfy in this robe I'm fully covered so yeah oh yeah hope you get but better I know it's like huh we'll see I only have nine more days that I have to wake up for school though before Christmas yeah. break
1: you. So I'm yes, the countdown. The countdown. Just look forward to it. Just. I know. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Christmas, I forgot to mention you guys. Haley got me the coolest Christmas gift. I. Yeah. I pretty much have the coolest co-host on the faceless planet. The so best. sorry. Sorry, <laughs> tall you other podcasters. She got me this book cover thing that had Taylor Swift, uh, like Folklore Evermore aesthetic on it. And you put your book in and the pages don't bend and it's just, it keeps it all protected and nice. And I was like, oh my gosh, she knows me so well. (laughs) T-Swift and books. I about lost my head. <laughs> I was so excited. It was the best. Oh,
0: I'm so, so glad you love it.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, Haley is a great gift giver. Oh my god. So get her Christmas gifts eventually. I know. We're we're on like the the slow roll with um one of the places that was supposed to be bringing your gift. <laughs> It's okay. It's, it was on back order for like two months. So yeah, if any of you guys are like stressed about orders, just know it's, you're not alone. It, nope. it was straight up on back order for like two months and now it's finally yeah. getting here. So that's okay. Yeah. But mm. I hope you feel better soon I and you can look so. forward to Christmas and yeah. you're going to get a great gift. So it's all good. All good. No, well, me getting better
0: is the perfect segue into, uh, taking a break to get hydrated. Oh, yeah. Um.
1: Have you yeah. thought of something inappropriate to say? I'm trying. Man, I should like type some words up and have just like a whole dictionary you should. um, just ready. I think it's time <laughs> for your teeth to be wettened by the water. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and to get better from the water. That was terrible. I'm going to come up with a better one next time. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Unless we'll see you can read that. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Well, go get some water. We'll take a break. Okay. We'll come back. <laughs> All right. So we have hydrated. Rainy has looked into more um, synonyms for what was it?
1: Moisturize or? Yes. Yeah. And I even found a word of the day. On this dictionary website, so for anyone interested, the word of the day is fomite. And it means a fomite is an object such as a dish, doorknob, or article of clothing that may be contaminated with bacteria or viruses and serve in their transmission. So I told Haley that this was the perfect word for these unprecedented
0: times. Absolutely. So, you know, find a way to work that into your
1: normal conversations today <laughs> yeah. look, ew, look at all that those fomites on the pencils now we have to sanitize them yeah yeah use it in <laughs> senden- sentence and dm us we'll post a winner on yeah. our
0: Instagram stories yep, bragging rights. <laughs> all right. <Okay. laughs> so, question 1, I think yes. that all of these were submitted anonymously. This is um kind of a long question, but this person asks how how do you decide to work part-time or return to full-time after having a baby? I have a job that I love with really great benefits, but also don't want to feel like I'm missing out on my baby's life. I'm also the primary income right now. So, finances may become real tight if I go part time, unless my husband has a different job by then. So, there are so many factors mm-hmm. that go into this decision. And I mean, a lot of those factors also go into the decision that I have made to hold off on having kids. So, I understand partially what that may feel like although it sounds like you may have just had your baby i believe or possibly I, it's kind of looking
1: ab- like about, about to or like yes. pre- preparation yes. that's what i'm assuming yes um
0: i mean the first thing that stood out to me when reading this question is that you mentioned that you love your job which i think is something that's important to consider When you're deciding to either stay full-time or go back and go to part-time because I think that's what motivates a lot of working moms is that they truly love their job. And I think that from my friends that work, what makes it easier because for them, it isn't easy feeling like they're missing out on their baby's Mm -hmm. life, but something that eases a part of that burden is knowing that they love their work. And they love being able to have that separation. So some of my friends, they have tried staying at home full-time. And for them, it wasn't something that they enjoyed. And they decided to go back to full-time because they liked being able to socialize. They liked being able to have time on their own. They liked being able to earn their own income to spend how they choose to. And other friends have decided to try going back to work full-time. And at the end of the day, they were able to, with their finances, go back and stay at home and not return to their full time position. Even though they did try to return for a certain amount of time, but ultimately decided to leave that full time position and stay home. I don't think that there's a right or wrong answer here Mm-mm. for anyone. Mm-mm. I mean, if it, it's, it really depends on not where your priorities are at, but maybe what your main focus or concern is with going full-time or staying home. So is it that finances are the main stressor? And if that's the main stressor, then, you know, take a look at your husband's finances and see how that could be possible for you to stay home either full-time or stay home part-time and what that would really look at look like, because I know for me, I'm a numbers person. And if I sit down and I can list everything out and really see how it could work, then that can bring a lot of comfort to my mind. So that's something that you Mm -hmm. could do. And if your focus is that you love your job and you're worried about feeling like you're missing out on your baby's life, then it sounds like you're able to go back to working full time. So if that's something that you're interested in, you love your job, I don't think there's any harm in trying that out. If you have daycare lined up, then if you love your job and you want to go back and try full time, then try full time. And if that doesn't end up working out for you, then it doesn't work out. And I think that that's a hard, really hard decision. What do you think, Granny?
1: Oh, you answered that so eloquently. I just sat and listened and I'm like, (laughs) yes, yes. Yes, Haley, yeah. I know. <laughs> um I I really want to like almost overemphasize Haley's point of the fact that like all of the things that you do regardless of what you do, there's no right or wrong answer and that if you put your heart and your time um and your mind into making a decision, it'll be the right decision for you. You just got to take your time with it. And I think, at least from what I'm reading here, I'm trying to read between the lines, there's a lot of fear and um and fear can sometimes be replaced with shame, which is I think possibly what you're afraid of is feeling shame that mm. you didn't make the right decision or some guilt that like, it wasn't where you wanted to be. Uh, so I'm thinking that you probably need to address that too. What will that look like for you to feel maybe a little guilty over staying with your baby or over going to work or over having a better job, uh, for the time being? And then your husband having a better job or, you know, there's, there's a lot like like we said, there's just a lot of factors to this, which is great. I'm glad you gave us so much detail because that helps a lot with yeah. answering it. Look at why are you so afraid to do one of those things? So where's that guilt coming from? Because if it's if it's an answer that is probably not like as detrimental as it may seem, then maybe you need to go with that route. So if if i were in that position i could see myself you know going to work but not spending time with my baby and then feeling guilty cuz i'm not around my baby and it's like their first few years da, da da or i stay home with my baby and then i'm feeling guilty because i'm not making the money that and keeping that job that had those really great benefits mm-hmm. and you know i'm um, helping my husband out uh especially while he's trying to look possibly for a job, it says that, um, he may have a different job by this point, by the time yeah. you have that baby. Uh, so which one of those makes you feel, this sounds bad, but which one of those makes you feel more guilty yeah. or, and why, why? Mm-hmm. Um, cause if you can, if you can kind of work through that, I'm not saying justifying it, but just work through that and see which one feels a little less harmful i guess to you mentally or emotionally that may be the decision you want to run with um that's just my personal opinion (laughs) and that's probably how i would make my decision
0: yeah i really like how you included whatever you feel is less harmful for you mentally and emotionally or whatever you put Mm -hmm. at the end
1: Mm -hmm. emotional
0: I think that that should be the main focus of what you really feel is best mm-hmm. for your baby, for your family, and for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be different for every family.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone
0: has their different circumstances. And the stay-at-home moms that I know, they you know find comfort in the work that they do at home. Yep. And that works for them. And the working moms that I have had discussions with, they know that as difficult as it was for them to not be home at all times, that they really felt comfort and knowing that they did what they thought was best to provide yep. for their child.
1: So, yep. and, and that's you what you feel I is mean, best. You're mentioning. You're mentioning some really awesome points about just like having compassion for yourself and like being comforted by the fact that you made the best decision. I guess I keep thinking of like my mom growing up. Um, we were in a position where she had to work. She didn't really get the choice to stay home. Mm-hmm. And as hard as that was for her, she saw the benefits from it. Because I, I'm sorry to say this, no matter what you choose, it's going to be a hard decision. Yeah, I think you just have to accept that. Um, so giving yourself some like love <laughs> and some compassion. Yeah, that you made the best decision you could with such a hard uh, turn. Either way. Um, and just like really walking yourself through that is really important. So,
0: yeah. And it doesn't mean that you will be stuck in that decision. No. Then, because it, it seems like there is a possibility, like you said, of your husband possibly getting a new job. And, you know, it it seems like you do have options to where if you choose to go one route, then don't feel like you have to be stuck on that route. So it seems like you may be able to try those different routes until you find what works for you and maybe something works for a couple of years and then you move on to whatever else is best. Yeah. Yeah, Mm. exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I guess we can move on to question
1: two. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, um, (laughs) (laughs) I chose this one because not that I've ever been able to relate to this, but more that I just can empathize If I had a situation like this, (laughs) I would feel really weird too. Um, So this question is, what should I do after finding out my best friend likes my older brother? So it's this person's best friend and they like the older brother. And then later finding out that my brother likes her. So this was also submitted anonymously. So I don't know, uh, boy, girl, what's going on that way. But um, we do know that it's a brother and a sister. And um, I, (laughs) (laughs) this is a toughie because I think there's a lot of dynamics coming into play in this. Yeah. That you don't want ruined. You probably don't want like the relationship with your brother ruined or the relationship with your best friend ruined, or, you know, as they break up or whatever, you know, but at the same time, I've also seen relationships like this work out and be really, really incredible. Like they just blossom. They're so good. Um, now I, I don't want to assume Mm -hmm. But this kind of is giving me high school or middle school vibes Um, as yes. And, you know, this podcast is for, you know, 13 to 50. We kind of got this huge age range of of people on the podcast. But um, so if I'm if I'm thinking that they're younger and this is what's going on, um, I would say be supportive but don't like expect anything to come from it, and maybe hmm. like talk to your friend about that. Just be like, "Hey, um you know, i I'm here for you. If that's what you want to do, it's fine and and then just realize that it is up to them, but most likely those relationships just don't really last. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to be a debbie Downer. that's just that's just high school and middle school. It's just how it works. yeah um. But if they're older, and let's say you're in your 20s, and this is what's going on, this that's a whole different ball ball game. Yeah, because that's when those relationships actually can last and mm-hmm. do last a lot of the times. And when it comes to that, um, I would say if they're not, if they don't seem toxic, mm-hmm. and neither of them are abusive or mean, <laughs> yeah. I would say supporting it would be okay Um, and to just let them make their own decisions because ultimately it's, this is going to sound harsh, but it's not your relationship. I think we've even said this before for other questions. Um, It's just not your relationship. And so the best you can do is be supportive. And if it doesn't work out, you know, don't be that person. I told you so, you know, Mm -hmm. don't be like that, but just, be that shoulder to cry on, um, be there for them. Or if it does work out, be that bridesmaid, you know, get, yeah. <laughs> get into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get into it. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so I, I just think that there's not, I mean, you really did ask what should I do? And I don't know that there's much you can do. No. Um, but how about you, Haley? What are you thinking?
0: Oh, I, I mean, I love that, right away, you said, be supportive of it and let them make that decision. Mm-hmm. I think that I'm thinking back to my, so one of my best friends has a twin brother and growing up, everyone would always joke about me marrying the twin brother. Mm-hmm. And we never dated. We never really, we never had a fling or anything and because I saw him as my brother, you know, didn't see mm-hmm. him that way really. But I know in high school, I think that sometimes she was worried about people befriending her to get close to her brother and that yeah. became the issue but I think that when it's yeah. your best friend like it sounds that like that, that submitted didn't the question first. yeah yeah but yeah. <laughs> it seems like if now you're well aware that they both like each other then it seems like you have good relationships with your brother and your best friend and it seems mm-hmm. like you have that open communication with them mm-hmm. so I say
1: be supportive yeah yeah it it's not, here's the thing. You can either be supportive or you can't, but either way, if they're going to date, they're going to date. Yeah. And it's much easier.
0: Yeah. To be supportive (laughs) in the sense of I am supporting you guys, figuring it out, not, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, you guys have to get married and Mm -hmm. you know, Everything has to work out and you guys have to stay together and you have to date my brother, you know, but
1: I will say um, this almost sounds like she's already a little disapproving. I don't know that she would be asking this if there wasn't some sort of like thing that was bothering her about it, mm-hmm. whether it was, oh, well, sorry, I'm just assuming Anon is a she, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but So I'm sorry if I'm misgendering. I apologize. Um, But for them, it just sounds like they are already assuming that it may not go the way that they want it to. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe looking at, at that from your own perspective, what, what is the harm in them dating
0: Mm -hmm. and what what
1: is like freezing you from being fully supportive of that? Well,
0: I wonder if it's that fear of the dynamics changing Yeah, because here's my best friend and I'm used to them coming over to our house every day and it just being the two of us Mm -hmm. now, all of a sudden, are you going to disappear? Is it going to be me? tagging along as the third wheel rather than my mm-hmm. brother
1: occasionally being the third wheel. So and my brother joining along to everything we're doing now, even though that was yeah. never the thing before. Well, and maybe that was, maybe you guys are all good friends already, mm-hmm. but like my brother and I don't do much with each other's friends. Like if we hang out, it's just us too. He's not hanging out with my friends and vice versa. So mm-hmm. yeah, huge dynamic shifts. Yeah. I'm like, I, I get why you would be worried about that, but at the end of the day, Nothing like you, you said, can do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if, if they want to be Have together, luck. then they will, find, they will find a way. So yeah, good yeah. luck and know that this is probably a new situation for everyone involved.
1: So yeah, just take it with a grain of salt. You'll get through yeah. it. Yeah. All right. And speaking of being social and having a social life, ready to move on to question three?
0: Yes. Okay. So this one also submitted anonymously, but this person asked, well, I guess it wasn't really set up as a question, more of a statement. So being an introvert slash having social anxiety and wanting to have a social life or put yourself out there. So I know that for me, even going into middle school, I would always latch on to one very social friend. And that is how I was able to build more friendships. And I carried that even into high school, college, and even, I guess I can say even so now, I guess I look for those very extroverted, outgoing people, because for me, it's hard for me to go into a social situation by myself. Mm -hmm. So even if I'm going, to a party where I know everyone, I still want to know that I'm going to walk in with someone (laughs) that I can latch onto for the entire night. And that's my personality. Mm -hmm. And if I don't have someone that I
1: can latch onto, then I won't go. Uh, You're setting yourself up for safety. That's what you're doing. (laughs) <laughs> really <no. laughs>
0: So for me, that really worked because in college, it took me like a full month and a half to really form a true friendship with one of my roommates. And then I realized, okay, well, when we put all three of us together, we're very social, super outgoing. We'll go to any of the parties that we're invited to. Like we'll go roam around Rexburg and figure out what's going on. But individually none of us would ever do that on our own (laughs) but like we were able to work together and form together and it's like okay we're taking all of these pieces of our individual personalities and putting them together to make one fun person (laughs) (laughs) the divine trinity really though And i I have always been that way. all of my friends are very outgoing mm-hmm. I rainy, you might agree that when I get into a group of my people, I am very loud. Yes, I can be very outgoing, but
1: mm-hmm. I've got to be around my people mm-hmm. and I don't even know that you're loud necessarily, but you're definitely like you you have to be comfortable and you'll talk and you'll just you'll be around us, although um <laughs> Haley goes completely unhinged when she's too comfortable. I have many videos of her like Do I? doing handstands or like, just get extra comfortable and <laughs> doing random crap. So that's what I love about like the quieter people. They're always so funny when you, you get to know them. They're just completely unhinged. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so good. But yeah, I mean, for me though, I have to have those people to latch on to. So I want a social life. I enjoy a social life, but putting myself out there is more of if I have that person that I can go with Mm -hmm. so we can put ourselves out there, but I have not had much luck just putting myself out there. That to me, not as
1: interesting. (laughs) I mean, you kind of addressed this at the beginning, like you would much rather go out with an older lady that you know, then go and make <laughs> new friends. Yeah, so is true. <laughs> it's your thing. But I mean,
0: that would be my recommendation for what's worked for me. Find someone that you know, that you can hang out with, that you can go to social things with and see if you can be better than me <laughs> and be able to then <laughs> go to social events without having someone there. Mm-hmm. and work your way up. I mean, mm-hmm. I've been I've been latching on to people for like 15 years now and haven't quite let go, but maybe you would be successful doing it. <laughs> 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 I'm not the expert of being able to just put myself out there fully.
1: She's more telling you this to uh to empathize yeah like this is coming from a <laughs> person advice.
0: who needed like a five-minute pep talk to take like a large capsule of medicine last night because I don't like oh. swallowing pills
1: so, like, oh I need Sweet. a lot of extra support <laughs> and sometimes you do you know I like the idea of like a couple of people coming together and then you know becoming one <laughs> Yeah. becoming one like infinite power of, <laughs> um, of socialness, <laughs> of communication. Um, I think that sometimes there's just power in numbers. And especially if it's people you know, it's just easier to maybe be a little more like yourself. So I huh. think even though Haley was more sharing her own experience, I think she really did give you some like good advice, which is just like, have other people that you know that like to go out and do things and if you don't know anyone let's say you're you're in that issue you just need to find one just find one yes. go into if you're if if you are in school or if you work anything like that just find one person that's a little more like outgoing and just go out with them Another thing you could do, um, Bumble, which I know is a dating app, they have a section called Bumble BFF, where you can like meet people and make friends that way. Uh, That was something I actually ended up doing because a couple of years ago, I had a really bad ankle injury and I was stuck at home for like six months. Haley remembers I was a mess. (laughs) And so- I went on to this website cause I was just so lonely and I just talked to people and it wasn't a ton of pressure. It was just through my phone. I didn't even call them. I just texted them, but I made a couple of friends that way and mm-hmm. that was pretty good. Although I really wish I could have actually met them in person. Um, but it, I, we just weren't in a place that we could do that. Um, Another thing I wanted to add though, I want to kind of define introversion and extroversion. And it's not that I don't think that you're an introvert by any means. But there is some difference to that, and and I think by understanding the definitions, it can help me help you more. <laughs> so, um, introversion, introversion and extroversion are all about your social batteries. It's when you're around people, do you get drained? When you are around people, does it lift you up? And if you're at home by yourself, are you, you know, like, oh my gosh, I need people. Now, COVID probably made even the most introverted of people feel like they need people. And um, sometimes people who are extroverted, if they're on a trip for two weeks, they may be tired of people too. You know, um, it's not, but for the most part, that's how that works. And ambiverts kind of sit somewhere in the middle. Mm -hmm. And, uh, for the most part, I'm a pretty big extrovert. I like being around people, but get this, you can be an extrovert and you can be shy. You can be an introvert and you can be outgoing. You could talk to people, just a lot of people for five minutes and you're like, okay, I'm done. Gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can be an extrovert and like, want to be around people, but you don't say a word. You just like being Mm. in their presence. And, I can be pretty outgoing at times too, I think, Um, but depending on the situation, I might be quiet as well. It just depends. And so uh, while I do love being around people, it is hard for me to get out and like put myself out there too at times. I get, it makes me nervous going places that I don't know anyone or meeting people that I don't know. Dates, dating scares the heck out of me, which is a whole other wormhole that I'm not going to get into. Um, (laughs) And so I really like the idea of what Haley said. Like, if you want to put yourself out there, be around people, you know, one of the best things for me was um, the fact that, and as much as I don't like BYUI, one of the things I did appreciate about it was that everybody in your apartment building also went to your same ward. So you kind of had extra t- like multiple chances to meet them and you might have been in like family home evening with them and all these other things. So. It kind of gave me multiple opportunities to meet people if I was too scared to the first time. And it's Mm -hmm. not that I didn't enjoy being in the same room with all of them. I loved it. I was like, yeah, I'm pumped. And then I wouldn't say a word, but (laughs) (laughs) it's just, um, it just kind of depends. And so I think, you know, if you are an introvert and being around people really drains you find the least draining activity for yourself Mm. that gives you a social life. So, maybe all you need is like 10 minutes. There's nothing wrong with that. If that's all you need to get your social fill, then just mm-hmm. go out for the 10 minutes with a couple of your friends and call it good. Yeah. But if you're an extrovert and you need to be around people, but you're kind of quiet or shy, uh, Bumble BFF, like I said, is a really good option. Finding somebody you can latch on to, like Haley <laughs> does. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot of different methods that way that I think could hopefully help you out. Oh, that's
0: great. I know I didn't yeah. even think about considering the difference between introvert and extrovert and yeah. what exactly that means as far as your needs go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I was just sitting there trying to think. I'm like, hmm, what would I consider myself? Because I'm the type where if I am involved in something socially, I mm-hmm. won't enjoy it unless I'm talking to someone the whole time mm-hmm. like I'm not the kind to sit back I feel mm-hmm. more comfortable sitting back and not having anyone talk to me that makes me very uncomfortable but then also when someone starts talking to me, especially working all week, if I don't get to talk to adults all week because I'm talking to children, then the second I talk to an adult, it's like, oh my gosh, like, please fill up. <laughs> fill fill up, up my tank. My, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fill it up. I can talk for hours. I mean, there were so many days last school year where... Mm-hmm. I would, like, send a text to family saying, oh, yeah, you know, I'm headed out of my classroom. I'll be home soon. And then I'll stop by another teacher's classroom. And Mm -hmm. then, like, two more people would come in and we would spend two hours talking after school. And then I'd look at my phone and I'm
1: like, oh, my gosh. I just talked to him for so long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, yes, fill me up, fill me up.
1: And that that almost sounds like um, you're an ambivert leaning towards extroversion. Mm. So, um, you know, so, like being around your kids all week can be just draining in general, but maybe just being around them specifically can be draining. <laughs> Um, and being around adults, it sounds like they really fill you up. They give you the energy you need and you can go on your way. Um, the reason I know I'm an extrovert. Is Because of how freaking depressed I get if I'm not around people for (laughs) like two days, like a golden retriever. I'm like, (laughs) I I need to be around people. Um, But my definition of being around people isn't necessarily talking like I'm fine if I'm just sitting out in the living room and we're all just like doing homework together. And not mm-hmm. like really talking. Yeah. That's enough for me. Um, and then there's other times where I can lean into the ambivert side, where you know, if I've been around people at work all week, and and my job specifically, where I'm dealing with so much trauma and like grief and mm-hmm. things like that, sometimes it can get kind of exhausting. Yeah. And so sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to people anymore. I'm just gonna yeah. put them away for a second. So I think both you and I are probably extroverts, leaning ambiverts, vice versa, that kind of thing. That's kind of, that's kind of what I'm getting from it. So yeah, there's definitely a difference. So figuring out your social batteries and then being okay with that. Like you do not need to beat yourself up if you're not like the most outgoing person in the world and all you need is two friends and that makes you happy. Like that's great. You don't need 50 friends to be a really awesome person or to get your social need filled or whatever, like everybody's different. Yeah. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> okay. Well, anything else? Yes. So the winner of our
0: giveaway we have announced at the beginning of the podcast. Um we've also posted online. So if you won, please DM us so that we can get you hooked up with that beautiful $50 Amazon gift card. Yes. And know that like we said, when we announced the giveaway that this is all because of how much support that we have been given by you guys. And we just really appreciate you supporting us, you sharing it with friends and family and really helping support us. Yeah, <laughs> help us, you know. <laughs> like just support support support. Support support support.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> genuinely like we wouldn't be able to do half of this without you. And we're yeah. we're already talking about future giveaways to do. Yeah. So there's there's more coming. <laughs> Absolutely. So, because
0: we had such a great turnout for this giveaway, I yeah. know that we're really excited to be able to have some more. Yeah. And the feedback form that's down below. Go ahead and if you can think of giveaways that you enjoy seeing, yeah, from other people, help us let out us some. Yeah. Yeah. If there's something yeah, that you though, don't like about giveaways, let us know because we want to make sure that this works
1: you know, for our listeners. Please don't forget to leave a review that helps others uh, yes. find us, listen to us. Um, that that really does uh, help us out a lot, especially <clears throat> if you give us five stars, but I'm not no, I'm not no. i trying point. to. No. <laughs> uh-huh. It does help, though. So. I mean, if you've made it this far, reviews, far listening,
0: yeah. Then... You must enjoy
1: it somehow.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a
1: nice review, share it with yeah. people. And yeah. we appreciate all of the sharing. Well, I guess that's it. So that's do you it. want to say it? Yeah. I'll happy, let you say it.
0: happy hashtag not thriving Thursday. <laughs> and we will see you guys next week yeah see ya